0: Hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome to the Crack House Chronicles. I am Donnie, your host, and with me is a man who watches the commercials during football games just so he'll know what questions to ask his doctor. <laughs> it's Dale. What's,
1: what's up, man? What's going on, man? Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. Uh, you just tape the commercials, and it makes the game a lot shorter. I only watch the commercials. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> got to be Edge McAdie when you go in to see uh, the doctor.
0: See, you got to you got to be on his level <laughs> somewhere or another. <laughs> What's going on day, dude? You got any um, shout-outs for us or anything to talk about before we get started? Yeah, we today?
1: got a few. I'll give a shout-out to Gwen B. up in Nova Scotia. She come and played around with us when we had the little senior bitmoji and get-on-the-porch thing. That was pretty fun, I thought. And, uh, another shout-out to uh, Haley R. right here in Lawndale, North Carolina. Metropolis of Lawndale. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening and hanging out and having a blast with us.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, any housekeeping before we get started today, Dale? We got a new shirt. Oh, we got some merch. We got some cool shirts. We want to talk about it before we get started on this episode, or we going to talk about it at the end? Yeah, really? let's make
1: them wait. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm excited. All right.
0: <laughs> All right. All right, Dale. This is the disappearance of Kyle Fleischman. Kyle Fleischman was born on September the 24th, 1983, to Dick and Barbara Fleischman. Now, Kyle was the first born and he has two younger siblings, a sister and a brother, and the family moved to charlotte in 2000 because their dad had a job relocation for fidelity investments yeah right and kyle was in high school at charlotte catholic high school yeah and when he graduated there he went on to elon college that was this right next to greensboro and in 2006 he graduated with a degree in business administration now dale Kyle has been described as a friendly, outgoing guy, caring and very trusting of people. And it's been reported too that his personality could really lift anybody's spirits. He was just a all-around good guy. Sound like me? Yeah, and me. Yeah, <laughs> what I want to be. And he made friends easily, which is you know is pretty good quality in somebody. Right. Now, his mother had been diagnosed with cancer, and this got Kyle pretty good. Oh, yeah. But he had vowed to stay by his mom through thick and thin.
1: Yeah, promised her uh, they would uh, get through this together. He would yeah. Do everything he could to help her.
0: Yeah, they were going to do all the treatments, and he was going to be right there for her every step of the way. Yeah. That was pretty much what he said. On November the 8th, 2007, Kyle, his mother Barbara, and his sister Noel met up at Kyle's best friend's house, Daniel Scagnelli. And all four of them took a cab, and they were going to the Dane Cook Show there in Charlotte. It was at the, in 2007, it was at the Bobcat Arena, but it's the Spectrum Center now. Yeah, right. That's where they were going to see Dane Cook and pretty much do this to help lift barber spirits. Yeah,
1: just a family night out, good things, and try to cheer some folks up from this terrible news they've been getting.
0: Yeah, just to get her mind off something and give her a good night out. Right. All right. Like I said, they had met at uh, Kyle's best friend's house, Daniel. And they took a cab to the uh, Bobcats Arena. And they knew they were going to be having a few drinks, and they didn't want to drive. Correct. So after the show, Barbara and Kyle's sister, Noel, went home. They left the Bobcats Arena and went home. And Kyle went with Daniel to a popular bar that night. They were going to go out for some drinks and just wind down that way. And they went to a, a bar called the Buckhead Saloon in downtown Charlotte.
1: And I don't think the
0: Buckhead Saloon is open anymore, is it? No,
1: it's closed permanently. Yeah. Seemed like it'd be a pretty cool place to go, though, without everything I looked up on it.
0: Now, the the Yelp reviews only had it two stars. It's still <laughs> an active Yelp. Right. But it's only two stars. So I don't know how good of a place it was, but, I mean, they had, they had alcohol. So. Well,
1: one review was, say, uh, peanut shells on the floor deer heads on the wall where the guys tend to be jerks and the girls tend to be embarrassingly trashed so you
0: know sounds like a good good time to me (laughs) all right kyle and daniel they had a few drinks at the bar that night but daniel kyle's best friend he had to work the next day dale and he decided to close out his tab around one o'clock in the morning and he saw kyle talking to a girl but decided to ask if he wanted to stay or leave and Kyle said he was just going to stay for a while and because he, he'd made a few friends there at the bar, and he was just going to hang out and just chill for a while. Right. Later. All right. Daniel said Kyle was not intoxicated when he left the bar, but he was having a good time. And Daniel thought that he was fine on his own and went home without Kyle. Never leave a man behind.
1: Nope. All right. Don't leave your wingman. man. I just even top gun. That's it. Sorry. Now,
0: it's been reported that Kyle was talking to a few women at the bar and over a period of time he ended up talking to one particular girl he was interested in and video surveillance shows that kyle had got into an altercation with two or three men later on that night and kyle left the bar shortly after forgetting his coat and debit card now i've heard News reports I've read on Charlotte news websites that he left his credit card and wallet. I don't know. I don't know which one. Which one's a switch?
1: Yeah, I saw it both ways too. But I just and I went over it and went over it and went over it and I just can't figure out any reason why he would leave his wallet unless it happened to be in his coat pocket but my wallet stays in my pocket and i always check to make sure now i understand leaving the debit card because if you have an open tab sometimes that happens you just get ready to leave and everybody rolls out and you don't think nothing about it but and i've done that before and you have to go back the next day and get your your debit card but i don't know why he would leave his, his entire wallet that just didn't make sense
0: to me no and didn't you say you would read too that uh, his dad actually went to get his wallet
1: yeah, one of the reports was that said that his dad had confirmed that the wallet was left because they later retrieved it from the police. Okay. Now, that's just another report, so I don't know. I mean, I didn't see an actual video of his dad saying it. I'd have seen somebody saying that they saw his dad saying it. So. But, but I still can't. Yeah. And if he did, I don't know why.
0: But there are reports that he left just the debit card and other reports where he left the debit card and the wallet. Right, and, and his, his jacket. And his jacket. Right so we're just going to leave that out there but we're going to touch base on this a little bit later on as to what could have possibly happened with all that all right right like we said video surveillance shows kyle getting into that altercation with two or three men and he left around 2 20 a.m
1: right it was believed to be that uh those two or three men were friends of the young ladies he was talking to, correct? Yeah,
0: one of them was her boyfriend. Yes, yeah, specifically supposedly. one of them.
1: And he had seen them talking, and actually they were dancing and some other stuff. So however much he saw was what he saw. But I think that was the reason for the, the conflict or at least the, the talking to or whatever happened. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Now, Dale, let's, let's remember, this night it was 30 degrees outside. It was quite chilly.
1: Yeah, drinking or not drinking. Were yeah. walking? <laughs> yeah,
0: so he left his coat or jacket in the Buckhead Saloon.
1: So I wonder why he just didn't turn around and go back in and get it. You know, it's cold. Unless he's either. He was going to try to talk to those girls more that they had left. Maybe possibly, I don't know if they left before him or not, or maybe he just didn't want to go back inside because of those guys. Could have been. Yeah.
0: Like I said, he left his wallet, jacket and credit card inside. He didn't go back inside for them either. And he was seen talking to the same girl as he was seen inside
1: with. And they talked and walked across college street yeah maybe that's just so So maybe that's why he forgot his stuff he was just wanting to talk to her so he ran outside right quick
0: and it's believed kyle was very intoxicated when he left the bar and began walking down the street
1: so this is approximately an hour and a half after his buddy left right yeah so
0: he had time to get
1: yeah several more liquor drinks yeah okay that was my point so if his buddy
0: daniel said that he was feeling pretty good when he left and hour and a half later he was feeling really good.
1: Yeah, it could, it's possible. Yes. Yeah.
0: Later on, Kyle was seen walking towards Fuel Pizza on another surveillance camera. Kyle had stopped. The, now, it's been reported, Dale, that Kyle had stopped in the pizza place and ordered two slices of pizza with everything on it, which they call the extreme.
1: Right. It's kind of like a meat meatlover, right?
0: Yeah. It had... I looked at the website and it had pepperoni, ham, meatballs, um, a bunch of different meats on it. Right. So... And I've done that before, too. If you get too much to drink, you're going to
1: get something to eat and try to sober up. Right. And there wasn't a Waffle House nearby, so you had to get a (laughs) fuel pizza. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So you had to get what you had because fuel pizza stayed open until like 3 a.m. And they knew the bars were closing. And after the bars close at 2 a.m., they're going to get crowded.
1: Right. and Charlotte, uh, everything closes down where at least they don't sell alcohol after 2 a.m. So, yeah. Pizza place would be booming after all the bars closed.
0: Yes, and I think they stay open till three. Smart. Yeah, very smart business move, that's for that's for sure.
1: But if he left his wallet and did everything else, how's he buying pizza?
0: Yeah, that's very interesting. Just it's, just comment. <laughs> it's been reported that he only had six bucks
1: with him. So who who yeah, where does this come from? I saw that as well, but I was wondering who knew if he had six bucks.
0: Unless his buddy Daniel told him told everybody that he had six bucks
1: but that was an hour and a half ago. yeah that could have been tip money <laughs> i don't know anyway yeah. i ain't go ahead <laughs>
0: um i don't know because i called fuel pizza
1: today yeah i tried to and i couldn't get an answer what did you find out
0: i found out that today's price for one slice of extreme meat lovers pizza is three dollars and 99 cent
1: so, so times two eight bucks plus
0: tax plus tax today yeah today's price January two
1: thousand twenty. So what is that? What does that rate right back be? You? Uh, you
0: know, they said he had six bucks on him.
1: What's the inflation on pizza? I don't know, but you <laughs> ain't getting two slices for six bucks.
0: Not even in two thousand seven.
1: I don't think so. Not
0: extreme meat lovers pizza. I don't think you're gonna get less than three bucks. Right. So I don't see. You know, I don't see him going in and ordering pizza. Well,
1: the payment. only reason they're talking about him doing that is because someone said. They saw a poster and said they remembered him being there. There's no actual video or anything proven he was there, right? No, there wasn't. And since he didn't have his debit card or his credit card, there's no uh, digital trace anyway, you know, to like say his credit card or his debit card was run there. So it's all hearsay basically.
0: One of the workers there at Fuel Pizza claims they have a photographic memory. I don't know how much, how good that is.
1: Well, that'd come in handy at the pizza place.
0: Yeah, but they claim that Kyle came in and ordered two slices of <laughs> Meat Lovers Extreme pizza, and yeah, and it was him from the you know the flyers they had saw. But right. I, you know, you got hundreds of people coming in there after bars close. I don't see how they're going to remember one particular guy.
1: Right. And the thing I read that actually when the, the police were by went by there to questioning that this particular employee wasn't even there, they had later saw it on a billboard or a poster and then called and said they remember him being there, so it wasn't on the initial investigation, they weren't even it working that day.
0: Yeah. So I don't I don't I don't buy him going to the fuel pizza. I really don't. I don't and yeah, we're gonna talk about that too and some things, but what do you think? You think you went you think he went in there?
1: I don't know. I, that was just—it's hard, hard. I don't know. I don't know why he would if he didn't have any money.
0: Yeah. If he had six bucks,
1: if he, even if he had six bucks, he had only got one piece of extreme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's just, and then there's no proof that he was there anyway. So I really don't know. It was only let's see how far was it away? It was about a three minute walk to the pizza place. It's possible he could have went there when he left. There is video showing him coming out of the Buckhead, walking that way, correct? Yeah. But that's a that's the last actual footage of him at all right
0: yeah and when this person said that you know that that was kyle that came in there and ordered the extreme lovers pizza that when then kyle's dad had heard about this he said that has to be kyle because he ordered his pizza that way right but (laughs) so do i (laughs) yeah i've ordered it that way too you know and especially if you're drunk or you've been drinking you can order some meat to soak up some alcohol (laughs)
1: So I, I don't know. I, I really don't know truthfully. I don't I, I
0: I don't I don't think he went in there. I really don't.
1: I mean Did his cell phone ping Well, I guess it wouldn't tell you if it was in the building or not. So.
0: Yeah, we're gonna talk about his cell phone okay. pings
1: here very, very shortly. Let's move on and we'll will argue about it later.
0: At two nineteen he, he called
1: w- his sister from the bucket.
0: From the Bucket saloon. But he did not leave a message.
1: Right. And he left at approximately two twenty.
0: Yeah. He leaves the bucket saloon. And the bartender said he left like he was in a hurry to get outside. So I'm thinking that he wanted to talk to them girl that girl again. Yeah. Yeah. And he said he was also reasonable to consider that he was at least buzzed. Oh. That's what the bartender said. Right. If not drunk and simply just simply forgot that card there. Now, some of the details surrounding the immediate exit said that uh, he gets into a cab but i don't think I don't think he got into a cab now that that was uh according to the Charlie project page mm. there's one report said he got on a bicycle,
1: yeah, I heard I saw that too, but I, I don't I ain't buying that either
0: no because they you know'cause they they met at Daniel's house and took a cab, so where would he got a bike at? Mm. so that's it I'm just throwing that out I don't think
1: that happened at all yeah you wouldn't they didn't have new rent a bike in 2007.
0: Now, one private investigator said that Kyle could have possibly hurried out in order to meet that woman from earlier and maybe in hopes of speaking with her. And it seems likely and accepted that Kyle simply walked away from the bar and down a block, and then the next sighting was him at Phil Pizza. All right, Dale. At about 2.42 a.m., Kyle makes a phone call lasting about 10 seconds to a business that he had visited earlier that day. And then he called his voicemail.
1: Right. Now, I saw one report that said that it wasn't for sure, but they were thinking that that call was actually made back to the Buckhead. And that would be maybe to check and see if he could come get his coat in his, in his wallet or his card or whatever yeah. was there. But they were probably already closed up and didn't answer. I don't know. i it's very, so. very possible. No, it wasn't confirmed, but that was on uh, something I did see.
0: Yeah. Now, at 2.42 a.m. to 2.57 a.m., you're looking at about 15 minutes Yep, give it span a take. of time. Yeah, Kyle calls his father's office phone, and over the course of that fifteen minutes, Kyle calls his father three more times. So I don't know if he's calling to get a ride or something.
1: See, this is weird to me. Why would he call office? Did his dad have an office in his house?
0: Yeah, it don't make sense. Unless, like, say he's intoxicated and, and he see sees his dad. Yeah, and hitting that number. Right. Because you know I've got some people i've got two or three numbers for yeah correct work and cell phone and other stuff so yeah that's true so he could have been in that contact just hitting dad and, just it hitting,
1: and he calling the one that wanted to call yeah correct.
0: yeah so that's what i'm thinking yeah but if he called it once why, you know why didn't he see that he was calling his dad at the office and so, oh you know right if you know, they if he, would
1: say that if he had a program done in that way Yeah. Well, 2007, maybe. Yeah, should
0: probably have some kind of voicemail or voice, you know, answer machine or something that would pick up, saying, "This is, you know, Fidelity Investments or something."
1: This is Dick. I'm not here.
0: Yeah. All right. Now, about 3:25 a.m., we getting on up in the wee hours in the morning. A cab driver claims to have possibly seen Kyle walking down North Davidson Street in a different part of town called Noda. Right. And Noda stands for North Davidson.
1: I didn't know that till now. Sorry, but I...
0: (laughs) Really? Really. Okay. Which is around a 20-minute walk from the Buckhead Saloon and the Fuel Pizza area. Now, it's worth mentioning that the weather that night, like we said, was 30 degrees.
1: Yeah, it was a long walk. I looked that up. And
0: this walk would have taken Kyle through some areas not frequented by a lot of people. And the driver of the taxi described the man he saw as a kid with no jacket that was not in the right place and intoxicated.
1: Right. it's crazy clothes. depending on where Noda was from the pizza place, you'd get him looking at almost an hour walk.
0: Yeah. And 30 degree weather. I've been out like yeah, with a, without a jacket. It's
1: get cold. Yeah. yeah. He might have been hightailing. I mean, <laughs> that cold, but I don't know.
0: I don't know why he couldn't have flagged a cab and got to where he was going and then you know, wake somebody up. And say, "Hey, can you pay my right. pay my fare? Something, take me yeah. home."
1: And he was. This is uh, going towards uh, Noda is actually the opposite way from where his uh, condo is, right? Yeah, his condo
0: was about three miles from the Buckhead Saloon. The other way. The other way.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Now, according to Kyle's father, Kyle's cell phone pings a tower close to North Davidson around that time, at around three twenty-five. So, he's taking that cab drivers word that 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 was Kyle he saw
1: yeah he said it was what a six foot tall white guy no good jacket Mm -hmm. so that's about as close as you're going to get I guess All alright oh and he looked intoxicated
0: yeah he looked intoxicated (laughs) so you know I think that the maybe that taxi that taxi driver was just you know concerned about him Right.
1: why wouldn't he pull over and go hey bud need a ride (laughs) yeah if that was him it could have saved him right there
0: could have All right. Now, Kyle calls his best friend around 3.28 a.m., but the call only lasts about four seconds, so he didn't even let it go to voicemail.
1: I was thinking about that. If the dude had his phone off, it wouldn't go to voicemail, or it would go straight to voicemail. Yeah. So that would be about right, because like me, i cut my phone off at night. I don't leave it on. Mm -hmm. So especially at 3.30 in the morning, if he had his phone off, that would probably be about right. I was thinking about that, because everybody's saying, why wouldn't he let it go to voicemail? Well, if it if you have your phone off it goes straight to voicemail it doesn't even ring mm-hmm. right so that would be about that would explain that i think that's, that's my story i'm sticking to it
0: okay <laughs> all right at around a minute later about three twenty nine, kyle then attempts to call his roommate less than a minute later and again the call duration is only six seconds so he's not he's not letting anything i don't know if he knows that his phone's dying Right. And he's just trying to get somebody to answer, and he's not
1: letting it ring that much. He's trying to milk as much batter as he can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. At about 4 a.m. There
1: was no reports of him texting folks, was there? No. Okay. No. Because you would think it would be a log of a, hey, man, you know.
0: Exactly. All right. About 4 a.m., Kyle's phone is dead, and there are no more reported cellular activity or data on that phone. So,
1: so we're assuming it's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a couple people say, "Well, his battery's dead." Well, you don't know that. It just there's just no more activity. There's buried. no more. Yep. No, no pin, no call, no nothing. Exactly. So, it's either dead or decommissioned.
0: Yeah. It's been taken out. Right. All right, Dale. After Kyle supposedly left Fuel Pizza, he was never seen again. And he was making all these phone calls during this time.
1: Or somebody was.
0: Yeah. And his last call was around 3.38 a.m. And the next morning, when Daniel woke up, he saw Kyle's car was still sitting in the driveway. And he knew something was wrong. You know, why Kyle didn't make it home at night or come to get his car. He noticed that he had some missed calls from Kyle. And trying to call back it went straight to voicemail there wasn't there was nothing and daniel got worried and he called kyle's mom and roommate to see if he knew anything and where kyle was if they had heard anything from him from the night before daniel called the police to report him missing persons and later that morning created a facebook page about kyle's disappearance and that facebook page is still active today and by that afternoon almost 50,000 people had joined the page and was sharing his disappearance. Yeah
1: that's one one thing cold. I saw was a side note fun they was said that that was now where it's true or not I didn't research that far but it said it was actually the first Facebook page ever made for missing persons. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> I even sure about that but that's what I heard. Yeah, I'm going with that. Sounds cool. Oh
0: yeah, i mean, I'll, I'll go with it. It's pretty cool though. But they they had uh, 50,000 people that first day. Crazy liking that page and sharing it. So, you know, thinking about 2007, Facebook was just getting started. Yeah. It was just...
1: And apparently this guy had a lot of friends, a lot of people cared for him a little bit to actually sign up and look for him.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Now, the police investigated the people at the bar that night and talked to the cab driver who was in the area, and they tracked down and talked to the cashier at the pizza place. When Kyle's dad heard, you know, what he'd ordered, he knew that that was Kyle, like we said, that... The extreme pizza. He, that's the way he eats. He is, but yeah, like we said, I order mine that way sometimes too. Right. And the cashier did say that Kyle came in alone, but he didn't see him leave.
1: Right. I guess they yeah, got busy. They got busy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. The police tracked.
1: I want know if I see him pay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, I, I want to know how he paid. Now the police tracked the phone pings and found a a startling discovery. Kyle's phone pings left a trail from Fuel Pizza down North Davidson Street until 4 a.m. when his, they believed his phone died and was shut off or shut off. Now, this part of town and this street in particular is extremely, in, it's a bad area. Right. And it's, like I said, it's the opposite of direction of where.
1: Even where he lived.
0: Exactly. Now, Kyle lived in Charlotte all his life. He knew this part of town was dangerous. Why was he going that way?
1: I don't know. Down toward Cordelia Park.
0: Yeah. During the daytime, Cordelia mm. Park is a pretty nice area.
1: From what does that have never been
0: there? I've never been to Cordelia Park, but everything
1: I read about it, I mean, it's pretty family friendly and go out there and do the dog frisbee run around. Yeah, you know, gimmick stuff.
0: And, you know, people picnic and take the kids and have a good time.
1: When the sun goes down, you need to roll on out because there's a new crowd rolling in. Yeah, roll them up. <laughs> there goes the neighborhood. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, yeah, it's just a rough crowd coming in there at night. It's notorious for drug and gang activity at night. Right. Now, this park is roughly two miles away from the Buckhead Saloon. So, if he's going that direction, he's been out.
1: It's a 46-minute walk from Fuel Pizza because I looked at it up.
0: 46-minute, in 30-degree weather without a jacket.
1: According to Google Maps, if you walk, it's a 46-minute walk. Yeah. Drunk, no coat. Yeah. Going the wrong way. Phone about dead. Mm-hmm. Let's go see the thugs. Yep.
0: Yeah. Now, this cab driver we talked about told the private investigator that he saw the young man matching Kyle's description walking down North Davidson Street around the 1100 block that morning. And he thought it was odd that he was out in the cold and this person was not wearing a coat like we said. All right, Dale. The police called in for two tracking dogs to search. They used one dog at a time to get more accurate results. Now, the dogs had been given Kyle's scent from the jacket that he had left at the Buckhead Saloon. The dogs took the handlers down to Fuel Pizza and made a big loop around in the sidewalk. This led some to believe that someone was following him and he was trying to lose them. Hmm. That's, that's what they were thinking. Could be. So, I just wonder if it was the folks from the, from the bar that he got an altercation
1: with. Could be. Yeah. All right. Or maybe he just went to the pizza place and then they showed up and then he's like, that's why they didn't see him leave. He just tried to get the hell out of
0: there. Get on out of there. Now, the dogs continued down North Davidson Street with their handlers. They had to call it quits once they reached the park because it was too dangerous. They got into cordia park and they you know someone's going down they knew that yes yeah,
1: so they did cross the bridge and we got in there and seen what was it was looked like it's a little shady in there so they decided to start fresh in the morning yeah riff in the there that
0: night yeah. yeah all right now the next day the handlers took the dogs back and picked up where they'd left off the dogs tracked kyle sent past the park into a construction area and it was about 200 yards away now this handler claimed when they got close to the con- construction site they smelled death Mm. it was like you know something was dead no decomp yeah decomp Mm -hmm. and she said it was a very strong scent of a dead animal possibly a human you know i've smelled dead animals before i've walked up on and smelled them and this is
1: is what two days later
0: yeah two days later mm
1: -hmm. i don't know if you'd be smelling it
0: no by then
1: that's what i was thinking
0: and it being cold
1: right It it would uh Delay it even more.
0: If it had been in the summertime, you know, you got nine degree weather. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But it being 30 degrees and middle of, you know.
1: They uh, might have smelled something, but I don't believe it was, it would be him.
0: Yeah. I I just don't think it was um, him that they smell. No. And she took the dog all over the site and tried to track down the source of the smell, but was unsuccessful, Dale. Both dogs they brought in took the same path at the construction site. They brought in more dogs to help with the search but found nothing. Hmm. Now, a resident of the area would also complain about a foul odor they smelled like a large dead animal but nothing was done about it. Now, like I said, this was a construction site. Right. And one of the handlers also made mention of a homeless man who was on North Davidson Street and they talked to him and the homeless man told the dog handler that they saw gang members in the park, kill Kyle that night, but they weren't, he wasn't sure what they'd done with the body.
1: So, has uh, anybody else talked to this guy?
0: Nah, that I don't is know. A one and done kind of thing? I don't know if he, if the cops talked even, to this homeless guy or not. Or even could find him. But this was a dog handler that talked to the homeless guy. So,
1: he'd probably more, he would talk to them before he probably talked to the cops anyway. Probably. probably. But,
0: yeah, because you see a dog handler, you just think it's just a person with a dog.
1: Or, you know, they're looking for somebody. Yeah. You know, well, probably the way the dog was acting. So maybe he went up and you're looking for somebody. Yeah. Well, then give him a little details. Maybe, you know, well, whether he made, he made a, give him some money or something. So he might have just, I don't know. He never, yeah. I don't know if that's really a quality lead.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, two years later, in 2009, a federal judge ordered a search warrant for the construction site on 16th and North Davidson Street. And the area was searched, but the judge sealed off the documents to the public. I don't know what they found. I don't know. And the area was searched and it's unknown if they found anything in their search at that time. It is also noted that the ATF was involved in the case. Hmm. They only usually involve when, you know, there's cases of drugs or gang or, or gun violence. Or guns, yeah. So why did they have the ATF pulled in on that? I don't
1: know. I, now, I haven't now, seen that.
0: There's a a gang that's Known to be around that area. What's that called? MS 13? Yeah. Pretty, pretty bad gang. Yeah. So that makes me wonder why the ATF were there. That could be why. Maybe he was, he got hooked up in this gang. And if he went into Cordelia Park, you know, it's been reported too that Kyle smoked a little pot
1: once in a while. That's what I heard. That's yeah. What I heard.
0: Um, but I don't think he was on any anything hard you know right so if he maybe he went into the park to score some at night
1: well i'd heard that too that that was one of the one of the theories people have i just don't i don't buy that either i don't think this guy's hammered at four o'clock in the morning and he's gonna walk 45 minutes the wrong way away from his house as see if he could find some weed at four o'clock in the morning and freezing cold weather with no money <laughs> yeah no credit card nothing Yo, you take a debit? No. <laughs> yeah, he's he's
0: pretty much. Sorry, the pun, but you know, out there, no coat, no money. He's just dead in the water. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. No cell. He's on, trying to buy anything, it. Be a
1: ride, I think. You know, yeah. I, don't, I,
0: don't, I don't. I'd be. I'd be wanting to get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dale. Today, Kyle's family and friends feel in their heart that Kyle is no longer alive and kyle's father believes his son was a victim of a random robbery gone wrong and that's that's kind of what i believe i think he just something happened and he was just attacked
1: yeah yeah that that's a very possible yeah. but i don't yeah. know what what happens to the body if it's just a random robbery that's usually uh going wrong it's a something just leave him laying and run somebody
0: could have dumped his body in a little hole there at the construction site and covered him up with some dirt and wouldn't have seen, you wouldn't have seen him right and then they go back to work the construction workers go back to work the next day and just continue working and fill that hole in and there he was he's
1: that that kind of makes the most sense actually you know i don't know i mean they went back with later with the ground uh, ground penetrating radar and stuff looking but they never found anything but
0: mm-hmm but Kyle's parents even believe that he's buried under that construction site he's buried under that
1: yeah it's a big apartment site. complex now or something yeah that that, that that makes more sense than anything but it's still I just don't understand how you going to walk 45 minutes down there
0: but now when you get into some theories Dale like we said the most widely believed theory is Kyle was intoxicated and he walked into the park and was found by gang members like we said and it's thought that he was robbed and killed and they disposed of his body but this to me it's an impossible theory and I don't think it happened
1: I don't buy it either
0: really. no but then another one that's popular like we said that it, it was just a robbery gone wrong and they didn't find any money on him and they just killed him that's, that's pretty much what I believe And there is one other theory that claims that Kyle just walked away from his life.
1: Yeah, I don't buy that one either. No,
0: because like I said, he'd promised his mom that he was going to stand by her her
1: during her cancer treatments. Yeah, and you ain't leaving during that, trust me.
0: But Kyle's mom did beat her cancer, and she's alive today and doing well. And after Kyle's disappearance, I mean, they looked for him for a while, and they moved from Charlotte. Yep. They moved to Hilton Head, South Carolina. And then later they moved to Florida.
1: We had to get away from here.
0: Yeah, get out of Charlotte. And you know, they talked to Kyle's mom, and she even considers Charlotte her home. But Kyle's dad doesn't have the same view yeah. of Charlotte at all. He, you know, even today, you know, when they say somebody mentions Charlotte to Kyle's dad, he just it leaves a bad taste in his mouth,
1: and he probably gets sick to his stomach. It would be hard to, hard to swell not knowing nothing, not knowing anything. He's not even, uh, basically, not even a crime scene or anything. All he knows is video walking out of that bar is, a, is all we truthfully know.
0: Exactly. So everything
1: else is just...
0: And headed in, the, headed in the direction of Fuel Pizza.
1: Right. That's all we know. Pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. I just wonder, Dale, if the girl he was talking to in the bar and her boyfriend and the the ones that he got into the altercation with have any of those been looked at since his disappearance if they've got in
1: trouble with the law in right. any way? and now that, now that i don't know i did see that they were actually talked to beforehand uh, or right after this and uh but i haven't heard anything afterwards yeah
0: i'd like to know if they've been in trouble with the law
1: now i think from one one uh reference said that, that when they talked to the guy he lawyered up as soon as they wanted to talk to him and then he never said nothing else but i don't know that was uh yeah just one source i saw but i, I don't know which he was probably worried if the guy did disappear and he was the last one seen mm-hmm. having off case with him on and actually on video doing it yeah
0: now there is a fifty thousand dollar reward today still in effect for solid information regarding kyle's disappearance so, if anyone has any information about Kyle Fleischman, you know, don't hesitate to call the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department, Crime Stoppers, you know, anybody like that. Even your local law enforcement, they can get in contact with those folks. Right. I, mean, I mean, somebody out there knows. Somebody does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee it.
0: Yeah. And people talk. They're, we've got all kinds of photos and stuff we're going to post on our social media about this. And... Um, let everybody know what's going on alright Dale you want to talk about our merch
1: yeah let's talk about those t-shirts uh, I was sitting with my dad last weekend Donnie gives me a little text and we'll put a couple new things up on the website I'm like okay cool so later he sent me a little a little link and I checked them out I'm like wow I look really cool so right off the bat I went ahead and uh, ordered one because I I want to know what you guys are going to get so if you happen to order something I want to know that it's, it's good stuff you know so soon as uh, soon as it was up and ready, I ordered one and that was on a uh, Saturday, I believe. And what, six days? On Thursday, I received it Thursday, yesterday, as we record. Um, and I opened it and man, that thing's nice. I was really, really, really impressed and uh, during the whole thing they always sent me emails, let me know what was going on with my order on or my shirt. Let me know where it was going and how the progress was coming and uh, when I should expect it. And it was actually...
0: They kept you up to date of where your package was. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, that's cool. And actually, they told me I should receive it on Monday. I was like, okay, cool. Well, I go home that day and it came Thursday, so it was that far ahead. Mm -hmm. But, man, the thing looks good. I love it. I love it to death. It's the emoji shirt with you and I on it, Donnie. And uh, I think it's just cool. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, Like I said, guys, go on there and support us. Support the Crack House and show your love
1: yeah we appreciate it so we can
0: we can buy better equipment and keep doing this for you guys because we love doing it and it's fun for me and it's fun for dale
1: yeah we have we have a blast but it'd be nice to have a little better stuff to work with but i'm not we're not fussing about what we got because it works pretty well but it'd be nice to have a little support
0: i think dale's having a better time than i am
1: i'm I'm just thrilled to death
0: I'm glad you're here with me, Dale. Hey, I'm on a shirt. (laughs) That's it. Hey, I'm on a shirt, too. That's right. That's
1: exactly right. Hashtag we're on a shirt.
0: Hashtag we're on a shirt. (laughs) All right, Dale, we're going to get out of here. We want everyone to be safe, be careful, and always be aware of your
1: surroundings. Because the next episode could be about you. This is The the Crack Crack House House Chronicles.